0: Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura.
1: Well, that fancy voice man is a lie in this particular instance because we are broadcasting live. Cleveland Browns daily at Buffalo Wild Wings in Strongsville. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. I will tell you, I've been to a great many Buffalo Wild Wings locations. This is the largest I've seen, and I imagine there have been many a good time had at this fine location.
2: Oh yeah, there's no doubt. There's plenty of room for seating, plenty of TVs. Yeah, you could have a. What's your TV count here? here?
1: What's your TV count? Off the top we of my head, uh, just guess. I mean, you went to private we're school. We're north what are
2: of we at? we're north of twenty easy. So oh, I'd say I think you're lapping the field on twenty. Thirty.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a, there's one. Every, I mean, you got because you're dual here. You're both ways. Look at, yeah. I mean, it's there. It's fantastic. Uh, it is great to be out here. Our great friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. I think thirty exactly in this. Well, no, and these two. So thirty five ish. Did you this count that alone? quick? Yeah, I went around about thirty five, maybe forty even. That's what I was, I was going to put the over under. At I didn't see this wall here. Yeah.
3: I'm gonna put the over under at thirty. That's yeah, a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, it is. There's one everywhere. Big party room in the back. Awesome place. Thrilled to be here. Uh that was fun last night. Boy was it. That was a treat.
2: Boy was it. Yeah, yeah that was a good one there. It, again, marred by some officiating. Where
1: do issues. you want to start? Do we want to do do we want to do the fun of the game, sure, the officiating, the broadcast, the uh the environment. What what where do you wanna start? Let's play a, a Doctor Z Picks His Own Adventure. All right, let's start with the fun of the game. Okay. that so? This is what I want. I want to run this by, you and I just want to see your thoughts on it. Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs, for me, are the most fun of any sports team that I've had no interest in in terms of a rooting interest. I don't. I didn't grow up in Kansas City. There's nobody on the Kansas City team that I covered in college. There aren't. I don't have any affiliation whatsoever. I've only driven through Kansas City. Okay, that's it. That's my entire okay. experience. Um, I, I, I take that back. I was at Arrowhead for Florida State, Iowa State like 20 years ago, but that not for a Chiefs game. Okay. Um, and yet, if they're on, I'm in. The only thing that I can even remember similarly was the Phoenix Suns with Steve Ash, where they were the seven seconds or last Suns. I had no vested interest in them, but I just loved watching them play. That's how I feel about this Kansas City Chiefs team. Did you like the Paul Westhead Nuggets when they were scoring like 180 a With game?
2: Mahmoud Abdul raouf Yeah, and they had was like yeah. a Mike Adams.
1: I want to say was a, Mike Adams a got some big points point on yeah. that. Yeah, sure. I like that. You, you like that up tempo? Yeah, the UNLV Arizona played like that. I like that from a basketball standpoint. This is that on a football field. Totally. Mahomes is a cyborg from the standpoint of he can throw from any angle in any pocket. He, there's, noth- there's nothing he can't do on a football field. And they're compliments of, of athletes and then Andy Reid's gadgetry. Sure. You just don't know what you're going to see. Uh, they, they are pure joy every time they play. They are incredibly fun to watch. And so, yeah, they are pure joy.
2: Kelsey scoring four touchdowns, <laughs> all of which were like it, inside of the ten right. was a stunning – a stunning thing to watch. They are so fun because in every play could be something outrageous that you haven't that's seen it. before. And, and that's what Patrick Mahomes brings to that team. That's what Patrick Mahomes, you know, brings to the league and that's what makes him unique I think amongst many of these quarterbacks and there are we are in an era where there are great quarterbacks but he to me for example is so much more fun to watch than Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Or there's Brady. a joy to it. Both of them are great but there's a there's a yeah a purity to it of like this is what a kid would do out there just wheeling and dealing and have an unbelievable talent. So I think Mahomes is in that category. I really do enjoy watching Josh Allen. Uh, I enjoy watching Justin Herbert. I've actually really enjoyed watching Jalen Hurts this year when I've got a chance oh, to yeah, watch him. yeah, for sure. But there's nobody like Mahomes. No play is ever over. He's going to find out something crazy, some way to get the ball to the, to his playmakers and make a play. Yeah, he is so
1: fun. To watch and, and it's the of, marriage of him and Reed too because of, course, of his the innovation his innovation sure. it's like you, you remember all of those years you watched Andy in Philly and there was a way they'd go about it and you never I never watched Philly during that time and went like oh my gosh this is you know this is cutting edge stuff but now all of a sudden he's got this toy yeah. in Mahomes and so he can do they can do anything yes they you can. know and so it is it's pure joy from them I, I think the other thing from the from the joy of the game standpoint is the realization that. The Kansas City Chiefs got what three first-round picks for Tyreek Hill? Yes, they're going to be loaded and forever. And they're four and one. And the Vegas Raiders gave up three. Yep. For Devonte Adams. Yep. And they're one and four.
2: And I was gonna they say, should conversely, they are. Everything seems like a struggle for them. Oh, it does. Yeah. Carr, yes, he got a couple of big plays to Devonte Adams, who's awesome. And Devontae Adams could have had a monster game if it weren't for a couple of those pass interference penalties. But the notion that they didn't. Even, the fact that that game was as close as it ended up being was kind of surprising, watching it, mm-hmm. because it felt like the Chiefs were so much better than than the Raiders. And the Raiders hung around. And Josh Jacobs is running really, really well. You know, they've got Devontae Adams, but Carr looks skittish and lost a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it was twenty to seven, or was it twenty to three? No, it was twenty. To, yeah, twenty to seven. Uh, before the the Chiefs started, yeah, I was going feeling a pretty bit. good about that. Yeah, yeah, with the scores. Yeah, and you ended up nailing it, it. Ended again. Up being fine. I have not got a a Monday nighter yet, by the way. So just do the opposite. Opposite of, me, of Monday you? nighters. Oh yeah, do the opposite. All right, good. Note. Um, yeah, I felt pretty good at seven, and then when they don't kick the the extra point to make it eight, I thought, well, that feels like that's going to come back to haunt me in some way. Um, and then he gets Adams on the deep ball. Then you know, Mah- I felt well, like Mahomes could way. have scored any time he wanted to. Like they just chose not to. And what about the Raiders? I thought you were going to get a touchdown late sure. that was going to make it eight when they
2: don't kick an extra point right to tie the game, which I understand they don't feel like they're the better team, but my goodness, that was a
1: that what? was a risky call. That's probably a good thing to dovetail into. Sure, is that is is what because we saw it in our game with Brandon Staley with his I, I think it was a stupefying call that he made and almost yeah. cost his team the game. Yeah, no doubt. Um, certainly put us in a position to win it uh, where otherwise there was no hope. Um, and then you saw this last night with the Raiders. I get the thinking that. Well, we can't stop. They're they're better than us. We can't stop Mahomes anyway. But guess what? Here's the thing that, that the analytics didn't say. Kansas City doesn't have a kicker right now. Harrison no, Hooker is not playing. And that guy missed a short. Already missed one, a short, but he made a
2: fifty nine yarder. I want to say it
1: was right. Yeah, right before half. It right was a long 59, one. Fifty nine.
2: Yeah. yeah, longest kick in their franchise in history. Yeah. How About this stat line for Kelsey: seven for twenty five and four touchdowns. Boy, you'd hate seven blame catches blame for twenty five <laughs> yards. But four of them were touchdowns. Yeah. 25 yards on seven catches.
1: I saw a stat this morning. Three yards a catch. Um, Mahomes has 10 or is it 13 touchdowns inside the 10-yard line? It's wild. It is wild. It's crazy. But, yeah. yes, there is, it does feel anyway, like there but, is a lack of – look, I understand like, what the numbers the say and the sure. aggression. I get it, you know how you want that attitude and all of that. But it feels like there's a little overthinking – the, the specifics of the game. And this was an example of it. You kick the field goal. It's 30 – you hit the extra point. It's 30-30. And you're saying to Kansas City, okay, can Mahomes score? Well, maybe he can. But all you got to do is get a stop and – Make him kick a field goal. Make him kick a field or, goal with a guy who's not Harrison Bucker. Or, by the way, maybe
2: it ends up going into overtime. You win the coin toss. All you have to do is score and you win the That's game. It. Yeah. I, I thought that was nuts going for right there because when they scored – let me look at this exactly – When when they – when the touchdown was made, when the final touch, when the final score was made by the, the Raiders, the, Raiders. the final one, the, the a, Adams touchdown, the defense, so they third scored, forever on that one. Too. They scored right. This is my thinking. This is why I don't get the thinking anyway. They scored that touchdown with four minutes and 27 seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're tied what would beat you is them coming and kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. If you're up 1, that field goal still beats you. Yeah, you lose the game in the same manner. Doesn't matter. And you have a chance if you get a stop to win the game getting the ball back, which they did by the way. They did stop them and got the ball back. Yeah. And they couldn't get anything done. They turned it over on fourth down at the basically at midfield trying to get in a field goal range cuz Carlson's that guy's automatic. It was just I think sometimes, like you know, it's that old saying that a a a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Correct. Like, people are chasing those two. They all really the time. are. Yeah, yeah.
1: And just with with that amount good. of time, like you you now take yourself now all of a sudden Kansas City doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, they don't have to. They can just run it out. And yep. you know, you got to stop. Uh, on, Mahomes usually hits that one on that deep over. He almost always hits that. He always. Um, and they got a chance, and then they run into each other. All right, let's 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 tackle the next issue, which is, quite frankly, tackling the quarterback. So you have a play on Sunday in the Bucks raiders game. I'm sorry, Bucks falcons game that you could straight-up argue costs Atlanta a win, or at least a chance to win. Um, it was a third-down play. Grady Jarrett tackled Tom Brady in a manner that, yep. quite frankly, is textbook. For how we currently it's a rugby style tackling. Yep. It's, They're still it's, talking about it on yeah, the TVs it's, right it's now. It's head out of its head away from the action, it's wrapping around the waist and it's rolling it's rolling them over. It's if it is a textbook tackle, it is called roughing. For and and by the way, the NFL came out yesterday and said, Oh yeah, that's the right call. Really? No it's not. It's not the right call. No. Nope. So then last night we have it again. Uh this time it's not it's necessarily textbook in terms of tackling, but rather a strip sack fumble. It's what happened. Chris Jones t- took the ball from Carr. The ball is out, and they call him for roughing. And so much so that he, – and he is so aware of it that he even braced his body, his yeah. ball, so that his entire weight did not fall on Carr, and they still hit him with it. Aikman crushed him. Um, said, I, saying, I'm paraphrasing. I hope the competition committee, you know, we take the dresses off. He said we, that, which, I oh yeah, he said believe. it on the air. I couldn't believe he said it. Yeah, but he did. I, he's the Romo thing has him. He's he's blowing through yellow lights, man. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care. But it brings back to the big question of, what are we doing? Trying to legislate what is how to tackle a quarterback? How do you how can you tackle a quarterback? Okay, so they just
2: played while we're here at the Buffalo Wild Wings on Pearl Road in Strongsville. They just played up there both of those plays back to back. Yeah, uh, they're talking about them on ESPN. The Grady Jarrett one. Brady is the savviest quarterback in the yes. league, right? So he knows what to do to try to draw a flag. What to watch? Brady's reaction. Brady thinks it's over. I was sacked. Sure. And he even has to go over to the official and say, "What's the, what was the call? Right. And when the guy said roughing, you could almost see in Brady's face like, <laughs> okay, all right. They just kind of showed a close-up of Brady there, and that kind of stunned me that even he knew that wasn't roughing. These, You're asking people to, in split second, do things that are defying the laws of physics. Like It's football. As long as you're not hitting him in the helmet or hitting them in the knees, which they have taken out, of course, because of Tom Brady and Bernard Carmel Pollard there should be nothing done about hits that are in the middle of of the quarterback's body right like no. in the strike zone right those are both textbook he strips the ball and recovers it before he lands on him so you can, he's not even landing on the quarterback anymore he's the ball carrier right it just needs to be reviewable so chris jones said that post game it's true they need they're too big of plays they must be reviewable and he common was, sense needs to prevail
1: he was incredibly eloquent uh he was very measured i think because they won he was measured um and and said exactly that that look this if this is how this is going to be called and it's going to be this punitive for us to tackle a quarterback well then the bare, bare minimum is this needs to be reviewable and now we saw this with pass interference they would rarely change those sure but there's i think in a way it's a lot like pass interference you know what roughing the passer is yes you know what a catch is
2: <coughs> exactly you know exactly what these things should look like and that's what it needs pass the like the eye test right does that look was that egregious or was that just a good football play good football plays should not be penalties they certainly should not be 15 yard penalties as they are an automatic first down so they've got to figure it out yes you want to protect the quarterbacks you do not want a league full of you know Cooper Rush and Skyler Thompson and that, yep. the league would say that's what we're trying to make sure doesn't happen but at the same time Good plays are good plays. And what we saw were two examples of pro bowl players, by the way. These yeah. weren't, you know, Grady Jarrett's a pro bowler, Chris Jones a pro bowler, making a great play and not being rewarded for it, in fact, being penalized for it. And that, that can really change the outcome of a game. That is not okay, in my opinion. And they've got to be reviewable, and it's got to be more on common sense. The letter of the law, there's so many times in our in our lives where something by the letter of the law is blank. But mm-hmm. it's it's the meaning of the law, the the implications or or the – what are you really trying to prevent, right? Correct. What are you trying to make sure doesn't happen? Well, it it, it didn't happen in any of these. The spirit of the law. That was the word that was escaping me. Thank you. It's the spirit of the law. These aren't roughing the passers, and they've got to get it fixed. They're too big. There's too much at stake, not only with money, but with people's jobs and their livelihoods because missed calls lead to losses and losses lead to people losing their jobs. That's the way the NFL works. NFL, not for long. And, and that could be the difference between a whole staff that has spent hundreds and hundreds of hours getting ready for the season, hundreds of hours probably in one week getting ready for a game, not getting the result they want because yeah. of a bad call. It's got to be reviewable. They've got to fix that. They also need to fix the ridiculous rule with your toes. If your toes are in and you catch a football, I don't care if your heel comes Doesn't down matter. out of bounds after. You've nope. already caught it inbounds. You're inbounds when you catch the ball. That's Absolutely. a catch. Yeah. And yeah. it benefited the Browns with the Mike Williams touchdown. Uh, and I knew it was going to be overturned, even though it looked on just looking at it, there's no way it should be overturned. If you can drag your toes front way, and that counts, dragging them backwards should count as well. Your toes be are in same. when you toes catch the ball. Toes are toes, brother. And your heels off the ground. Yeah. That's a catch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One last thing on the officiating. So after that call, Arrowhead was lit. Oh, man, the guy that they showed in the end zone was awesome. Was He was amazing. I mean, incredible. What uh, spirit out of that yeah. dude. So Arrowhead was lit. There was zero chance that anything was going to be called on Kansas City the rest of that game. In fact, In they went the over stupefying the stupefying defensive holding on the field goal I've ever seen. That gave him a possession. It was third and it was fourth and forever. It gave him an automatic first down. It ends up being a touchdown. They overcorrected, but those officials were so terrified. There was a play right before half where they called a block on the back and then the referee said, Actually there's no call for block on the back on that like never mind. No, they
2: went overboard trying to make it
1: but you can't do that either. No, of course not, because that's not right. But they were not going to call anything on Kansas City the rest of the way. I think it was, as I'm watching it last night, and I, as I mentioned, I've, I've seen a college game there. I know you were there uh, in the opener a couple of years ago. Gibby, you've been there sometimes, too. Bold. I was guys there, there for a, a game started by John Football. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted this last night. 2015? It feels like the greatest home environment. It's pretty good. In pro sports in North America. It, it's pretty amazing.
4: Um, it's...
2: Seattle in its heyday was yes. awesome. That I mean, was the other one I thought of. They now, threw I have not Skittles been there. at us. They pelted me with Skittles. They threw Skittles colors, at us just, the entire a game. Skittles are great. Yeah. Um, but we had
4: our own barista in our radio booth. So there's Starbucks. some amenities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, th- so if
1: you say to yourself – like what 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 else is it's it's on a very short list at the very least it's i on like a very it short
2: significantly list. better than Lambo
1: I mean significantly better than Lambo It feels more intimidating than Lambo definitely
4: Yes definitely Lambo's like fun Nice. Seattle yeah. was Seattle
2: was really Kansas cool. Kansas City is hostile. Kansas yep. City's great. Mile High's great. That's a great environment. Yep.
4: There are
1: some college ones that have that feel to them for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Happy Valley, absolutely. The Swamp, Death Valley, those. Uh, there's a lot of them in college. The shoe at night. There's a lot of those. Do but- you like the ones that are sunken in like that? Cuz that's it's kind of like the big house in a way where it's it's below I think the big the house ground. is pretty – kind of sucks from an environment yeah, yeah, because yeah. It, it, just all the air that. goes out. What I, I do like them. I like when you walk in and you look down. I like yeah. that a lot. The Rose Bowl's like that. Um, but what, what I really like is straight up. Because that's how you get the the noise. That's yeah. how it gets. That's how you get the noise barrage on you is that way. And I think I think it feels like Arrowhead has that.
4: It, it, the weirdest part about Arrowhead <clears throat> is that when they redid, so the the media is at the very top of the stadium. Yeah. You are closer to the clouds than you are the football field. Sure. When they redid it, the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs helped redesign the radio. The windows don't come out. Why? I wonder why. They, because I don't know if it's too didn't want, loud he didn't want or the audio. noise. You literally have to plug into a wall port really? to, to get the effects and, ever, and, and the crowd noise. The windows don't open, so it sounds like you're in a tin box in the damped. booth the entire time. Huh. That seems strange to me because it's, it's n- the
1: only stadium. The every only play one. by play guy, and when I say every, I'm talking about. Uh, Big Daddy Paul Keels and the Great Jim Donovan. When I think of them, they want first thing they do is windows open. Correct. No matter you, what the temperature. Yeah. No matter. It doesn't matter. You want to hear it. You want to feel it. And that's how yep. you feel like you're part of the game. But all of a sudden you take that away, and it feels like that's a place especially you'd want to.
4: Yeah. Such a unique request. Interesting. Yeah. So it's but I, I, it's one of my. It's a fun place to go to watch a game. Yeah. That Johnny, that John Paul football game. We had sixty mile an hour winds. Remember that? Here's the crazy thing. is It was My game maddening. in
2: Seattle, our game in Seattle, and the game in Arrowhead prior to that opener were both John football games. Seattle yes. was a John football game yes, as well. Was.
1: Oh, that, so you guys got people ready to – I mean, we're ready to feed to the Lions. Yeah. In the, both instances. The Kansas
4: City game was pretty competitive. It was competitive. It was down to it the end. It came the last drive. Seattle was competitive for the Beginning, first five and and then or I six think, minutes. I want
2: to Doug Baldwin had like three touchdowns correct. against us.
1: I think the notion of John Football being your quarterback at that time adds to the victory. But it's pretty wild, though, that he, he only started a handful of games. Correct. And two of them were there. Where two were Arrowhead in yep. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, it, it's a fun game last night. Normally, by the time I get to Monday, I'm pretty over it, but that was one where no, that was a fun I got home one. from hoops last night and how, we were in. How could there not have been a Manning cast for that one? Why do you think they took these two
2: off? Because if you look well, at their choices, some of their choices are not great. I think
1: maybe they want the not greats, or I wonder if Buck and Aikman said, hey, we're getting these solo, maybe. Interesting. Here's the other thing I, I thought of, and I, we mentioned Aikman's comments earlier. He is, right now, this is the best he's ever been at this. It started last year at Fox. Um, it's carried through this year to ESPN. He is currently, in my view, the best color analyst in on the national scene doing games. Um, he is Everything that he wasn't for so long at Fox, which was someone who wouldn't speak his mind, now he speaks his mind all the time. Yeah. Is brutally honest. Yeah, consistently. Um, it's refreshing, and it does kind of stink because when there is a Manning Cast, those are those are two of my favorite presentations, Agreed. and they go head to head. Yeah, it is unfortunate that they do go head to
2: head. You could, I, I feel like the Manning Cast would be so much more valuable on Thursday Night Football, and that's no offense to Al and Herbie, and I think Hal's great. They just haven't hit their stride yet, that it would be much better. And those games
4: have not been good. Well, you know what they got this week? Washington, Chicago. Bears and commies. I heard a a promo, and I just started laughing because I'm just thinking to myself, the big voice guy, what's he thinking as he's reading this? It's a defensive juggernaut game. Like, he used, like, big terms like that, and I'm like, have you watched either one of these two teams play? Right. They are god-awful. Yeah, it's tough.
2: So, I was trying to go back and just think a little bit about places you said, venues that are awesome. Arrowhead is up there.
4: It pains me.
2: Baltimore's great. In two weeks when we
1: go to Baltimore. Baltimore's great. Baltimore's elite. See, I've never been to a Ravens game there. I've been to a college game there, but I've never seen a Ravens game. It's awesome. I love that stadium. The stadium's
2: incredible. The stadium is probably one of the best ones. Oh, no. The presentation is great. The crowd
4: is great. It is a You just got to worry about – drunk fans climbing in the radio booth well the that press that box there last year. the yeah. press
1: box there is awesome because Correct. it's right at it's not so far up you it's are like, in it's the, the perfect
2: view and pittsburgh is pittsburgh's great when when they're good which they have been every year before this yeah when they play renegade and stuff, that's yeah <laughs> uh,
4: it just feels oh, from a decibel great. level not though great.
1: kansas city and seattle are kind of seattle is
4: you can't think yeah, you really see have Seattle, to focus. Kansas
1: City. If I remember the old days though, like Metrodome, Hoosier Dome. Those old domes kept the noise in. I don't know if it was so much concrete, less pretty windows. Loud. Minnesota is good. Minnesota is yeah. louder. L. A. is not loud no, at
2: all. Not no. at all. Atlanta's
1: is nothing to speak of. It's a cool. It's a. It's beautiful. No, no, of for that. sure. But yeah. I mean, in but terms no, of the, no noise, you know, you you think about you'd play like the decibel when you play the old Metrodome or the yep. old. Hoosier oh, yeah. Dome, yeah, even no, the Transamerica like Dome in St. Louis. When they yep. first got there, that was a place that they would measure. Decimals. TWA this TWA, dome, TWA. Maybe.
2: in New Orleans. Is it loud where you are in the bo- because on the no. field it's silent, yeah. and they're so far from the field, the fans are, are farthest from the field of yeah. anywhere. And even for a WrestleMania, like you
4: couldn't hear. It wasn't. Awful. It's not
2: loud in there at all. Yeah, Kansas City, even with the yeah, windows Kansas closed, City, yeah.
4: Kansas City, Kansas. Like you're at the top and it's shaking a little bit. Yeah. And you're kind of like, I don't That's think how we're mile supposed high to be moving. Yeah, Mile High is great. Yeah,
1: the old Mile High was a scene, man. Yeah. yeah. Before before they before Didn't they fesco. sorted it out, it's something you have to think about when you're doing these new stadiums and uh, whatever the Bears end up doing. Like you have to make sure that you maintain that home field advantage with the noise. You want your crowd's effort to be reciprocated. Minnes- in Noise.
2: I think if you're gonna make a dome, I if you're gonna do a dome, I think you copy everything that Minnesota did, just yeah. like make it not a Viking ship shape, make it something that's relevant to your doghouse organization. Sure. Perfect. <laughs> but that has the right combination of intimacy and space, I think, and sound. Because it, the sound, you're right, the sound was on. They had huge speakers that would be down, like, over the crowd. That per, there was a ton of noise in there.
1: And then they're dropping snow. Like, I mean, they're doing, it's. It's next level, that place. Oh, my God. It, yeah. It's awesome. It's so good. Yeah. All right, we are uh, broadcasting live out of Buffalo Wild Wings in Strongsville on Pearl Road. Come out and join us. Great Kevin back here signing some uh, some autographs for the people. Very good to see that. Uh, we will put the Chargers game to bed. Uh, it's a fun little Tuesday edition. One thought around the league coming up. Do we have a little higher or lower as well, better or worse? Do you hear that we now have Sounders for better or worse, Gibby? Are you aware yeah. that that's happened? That say better or worse. That say better or worse. It's pretty remarkable. I've heard. What's happened? I don't think you'll hear them today, but that's all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how all that goes. We're off and running here on a Tuesday edition. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland
1: and broadcasting live today at Buffalo Wild Wings in Strongsville. We'll be here till three. Kevin Mack is here. It's fantastic to be here. Uh, also fantastic to be, my friends, at Renew Home Exteriors and for you to be a customer of them, offering high-performance products that are durable, long-lasting, cost- and energy-saving to transform the look and efficiency of your home. Don't go into the winter with concerns about your roof with Renew Home Exteriors. Get a new roof installed in 7 to 10 days for no money down. Payments as low as 96 bucks a month. Plus, receive free gutter guards with free roof purchase. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit Renew Estimates. Dot com for more on that. Um, look, we we spent a great deal of time on this yesterday. Uh, did you have a question, Gibbe?
4: Uh, I've got some stuff coming down from Tom Pellicero right. at NFL Network. Veteran nose tackle Tyler Davison signing with the Browns practice squad with an eye towards the 53-man roster soon, per sources. Davison, a seven-year vet with 90 career starts in New Orleans and Atlanta, where his job was to keep Deion Jones clean. Now they reunite in Cleveland. Well, I mean, this this makes a lot of sense in the standpoint of we're not good enough at linebacker, we're not good enough
1: at defensive tackle. We talked about it at length yesterday. And so you get Deion Jones on Sunday, and now you get someone to be kind of his bodyguard in the middle today. So all of this checks boxes. And I think it also, you know, from a big-picture perspective, like <laughs> think about what, what this organization is like. This DEFCON 2 We're not DEFCON 1, but it's DEFCON 2. Like, that's unacceptable. Sort it out. Figure it out. Go get help. Okay, done. We'll get a middle linebacker. We'll get a defensive tackle. Do it in short order.
2: Yeah, and and you look at this, again, what's happened there. And and you know they tell you when you know that, you know, teams' defensive linemen, and especially their defensive tackles are playing well, you look at how the linebackers, how many plays the linebackers are making behind them. And our linebackers have been and sometimes pushed out of the play by the defensive tackles being pushed back into them. Unex- that's, it, it's unacceptable, and, and look, you're gonna. You better be ready. Ramondre Stevenson is gonna get the ball twenty plus times. There's no doubt in my mind this yep. week against the Cleveland Browns. Bill Belichick is gonna say you're gonna have to go ahead and prove that you can stop the run. And the Browns have struggled to do that, but yet they are. They realize the stakes. They realize that action needs to be taken, and they have now taken action at both the linebacker position, and now the defensive tackle position. So he's signing to the practice squad with an eye on the 53, which means that I guess they're going to get him in here, get a look at him. If he looks good, he'll be added to the 53, and somebody will be will be taken out. And, you know, for the Browns, there's a lot that's been invested in that defensive tackle yeah. room. You wonder, will you have five defensive tackles? My guess is that would be the case. I don't think that they're ready to cut bait with, you know, Tommy Togiai, Certainly not cutting Elliott, Winfrey, or Taven Bryan. No. So, no. my guess would be that this would be a situation where a guy like Joe Haig, who is now your 11th offensive lineman. Sure. Is superfluous right now, right? Mm-hmm. You got James Hudson as the backup swing tackle. Then you got Chris Hubbard, and Hubbard hasn't even been active, even though he's healthy enough to be to do so. So that's a roster spot I think that they have that they could maneuver around. And by the way, you can be on the practice squad and be elevated three times before you even mm-hmm. have to make any decisions. But that's how I would guess that this would go uh, for the Browns. But you're getting a guy that you know you hope is able to help kind of solidify things in the middle of the field where you have been struggling mightily.
1: I think that it's easier for fans, and sometimes us. I mean, I think we're all guilty of it. To talk about an offensive mistake, because I think that we all understand yep. offensive mistakes. We pay close when you when most people watch football, they're watching the ball. Yep. Right. You're watching quarterbacks and the ball. Yep. So you come out of a game like the one that we had, and you want to go at. Whether it is a specific play call. And Joe did a fantastic job of describing you asking the question yesterday on the fourth and one yeah. on the play call and how basically, I mean, an all pro who almost never messes up slipped. Yep. It's just yep. that simple. Like if he doesn't, Kareem Hunt probably runs for a touchdown and you win the game. And that's uh, the difference. But, but it happened, and so that's it. So it's easier to focus on those things than it is what is happening on the defensive side of the ball. And I think, you know, we talked about it at great length yesterday. Um, Early in the season, we had these incredible blown coverages. Yep. And it felt like, okay, well, we're going to get that sorted out. And Anthony Walker put it on himself to say, all right, we're going to have one – it's going to be one signal. I'm going to give it. You're going to receive it. And away we go. And then that started to get short up. But then you lose Walker. And now you've had now two straight games of these breakdowns in the run game that are – Stupefying for our level of talent and stuff that you just simply can't have. And if you were to really think about it, because I'm sure you get this all the time, I get it all the time. Um, they want it, You want to go to play call on that Stefanski did on in the fourth quarter or whatever. You want to mitigate these little, this little minutia here and there in situational football. And I think even Kevin would say I probably would be better in these moments. He said it in the post sure. games. Sure. But the overriding issue all season has been defense. If we were to go back to August and say this is our point totals week in and week out, you would say we're 4-1. and one. At a minimum. Yeah. We're pro football focus's number
2: one graded offense. Yeah. We're, Tom, you go in any of the any efficiency metrics, we're top five in the league, we're converting 78% of our first downs into first downs. What I mean yeah. by that is every time you have a series, 78% of them result in another first down. The only teams better than us are the Bills, yeah. the Chiefs, and the Eagles who are the three best teams, three in, best teams in the NFL and then there's us. Yep. So if it offensively we are playing on a level that is hard to honestly even fathom given what we've got to work with relative to those teams that we just talked about. Correct. So he's doing a remarkable job. Defensively, we're not getting it done at the level we need to. I think everybody knows that. As I said, Pro Football Focus, for example, we're their number one offense, we're their number 28 defense. You look in the you know, the DVOAs, we're an elite offense, we are a bottom defense. Mm-hmm. And for the guys whose names are on paper, that's not okay. Mm-mm. We need to be better than we are on defense. And, and whether that comes from you know play calls at certain times, whether it comes from scheme adjustments, or whether it comes from guys just doing their jobs – at the level in which they are compensated to do them, it's got to get better defensively for this Browns team in a hurry. And so they're trying to bring in guys who are veterans, guys who know what to do. This guy has started basically his entire career. He's a full-time starter in Atlanta the last three years. Before, that was a full-time starter in New Orleans ever since 2016, Tyler Davison. So they're trying – to bring in guys that they know are pros and that will be reliable to do their job. And that's part of the problem of being the youngest team in the league, which we are. Mm-hmm. We are very talented, but we are very young. And, and, and with youth sometimes comes inexperience. And with that comes, I think, mistakes that veterans don't make. And, you know, one of the things I'll go back to – we are talking about Alex right? He's playing a lot more than they expected him to play. He was drafted as a third rounder to be a project. Mm-hmm. You had Miles, you had Clowney, and then Chase Winovich was supposed to be your number three. He's been out basically the whole year. Yeah. Alex Wright hasn't seen a lot of the stuff that's even happening in the NFL. When he was playing at UAB, he wasn't running into NFL schemes. No. He wasn't into so he doesn't even know what he doesn't know at this point. Yeah. And that's why having veterans who have seen it, and I go back to Anthony Walker. He knew what an opponent was trying to do, how they were trying to attack us. Many times his study was so good that once he saw a formation and a shift, he knew what play was coming. Yeah. Go back to the Carolina game. Watch how many times we blow it up in the backfield. Watch how many times he blows it up in the backfield. He still is leading our team in tackles for loss.
1: Yeah. Hadn't played in two weeks. Yeah. No. And so those are – look, here's the, the thing that you feel good about is there were issues, and immediately Andrew Barry went to work to fix them. And that's all you can ask. That's all you can ask uh, for. And, and so, net, at some point, players have to make plays. You need your best players, especially on that side of the ball, to be impactful players week in and week out. And that's something that has to happen. And if it does, um, this thing is, is far from over. You're two. Hey, guess what? The Bengals are two and three 2 No one's running away with anything. Oh, no, uh, and the, you play. And you play them. You got the Ravens in two weeks. Um, So It's all there in front of you, um, but really the root of the issues are the defense and you're seeing Andrew Barry going to great lengths to fix that um, already this week. Now you've got a linebacker and a defensive tackle both coming in. Remind you to head to NFL.com to cast your vote for Nick Chubb as FedEx Grounds player of the week. If we were winning more, Nick Chubb would be in a conversation for Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL. Of course If if you can stack some wins, he's got a chance for that. Um, And you know, I, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I would like to see him on the on the field in the last play. I get it. I understand that Kareem, Kareem can pick up the blitz and the, those type has of things. He, but Has he been asked that directly? I can't. It's usually some form of do you want to have them both on the field at the same time um, in those circumstances. I don't know that it's been – I mean, it's hard because Kareem is so good. Totally, it's just that Nick Chubb is the best running back in football. Here's the thing.
2: It, when that's – the game is on the line. Mm-hmm. I'll just – I mean, I, I, I talk to him on Thursdays. I can ask him on Thursday. But my question would be, fourth and one mm-hmm. in our own territory, Yeah. why would he not be in? I, and then two-minute explain why is it that you guys prefer Kareem Hunt in two-minute drill situations. And I'm, my guess is he's probably a better pass protector and he's a better receiver out of the backfield. Yeah. And a better route runner. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Sure. The fourth and one – they think I think sometimes they feel like his physicality and the way that he runs now, it, which is again Nick Chubb is immensely physical, but there's something about the the attacking style that he runs Kareem, you that mean. is not as yeah. patient maybe as Nick Chubb, and that in a short in yard words, situation they for think loss, he's, he's going to be able to get a yard. Right? Yeah, because yeah. we do use him at the goal line sometimes, especially like mm-hmm. when it's down at the goal line and one yard to go.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four legged companion. Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, is the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at barkingbackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Coming up next, one thought from every game around the league. You'll listen yes. to Cleveland Browns Daily right here on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland
0: Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: And Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio, broadcasting live this afternoon out at Buffalo Wild Wings on Pearl Road in Strongsville. Come out and join us. Be happy to have you. Fans, mark your calendars. Face off on the lake presented by Meyer, the first major outdoor hockey game at First Energy Stadium. It's February 18th. The Buckeyes will host the Wolverines, that's at First Energy Stadium. Tickets on sale now starting at 12 bucks. For more information, visit com slash faceoff or call 440-891-5050. Time for one thought from Sunday. Hello, Gibbe. Hi, guys. No, you're not on. Oh, sad. Sad. sad That's a fine time. Hate to see it. Sad. Hate to see it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Davison, by the way, officially signed to the Browns practice squad. Yeah, I saw that. Per for the uh, PR per department. Originally a fifth-round pick by New Orleans in 2015, 105 games, 86 starts, 216 career tackles, five sacks, three forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, started 11 games for Atlanta last season. Most notably, basically a bodyguard for Deion Jones. Correct. So that'll allow for him to roam
1: and make those tackles in the hole that we missed the so last couple of weeks. He's a two-down player. I think people need to understand.
2: Yeah. If he's coming in here. He is coming in here to be the one technique in our defense and be a two-down player or in a run-obvious situation, he would come in there. He is not a guy who rushes the passer. No. That's not what he does. He is a space eater and somebody that hopefully can eat up double teams and allow our linebackers the freedom to knife in and make plays.
4: Nailed it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Anything After that helps the weekend, the run defense. the weekend, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we'll take it. Yep. One thought from every game in the National Football League Week 5. Let's get it going. Baltimore 19, Bengals 17, Sunday Night Foosball, and the Ravens are now in first place in the AFC North. One thought, Nathan Zagura. <sighs> it must be nice to have Justin Tucker
2: because you just watch it. Did it's you automatic. hear his, res-
1: his response to how his mindset? It was very Hoffian, and he'll be in the, the Hoff. He's, the, Hoff. In for sure. yeah. He's yeah. the best kicker ever. Yes.
2: Yep. I don't think it's – I mean, Vinatieri was probably for a while you would have given the nod, right? Would it have been Vinatieri for a while?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Jan Stennerud is the only one in the hall. Is is Morton Anderson in the hall? Oh, he might be. And maybe Blanda kicked some too. I don't know. But I know Stennerud's in. Bobcat.
4: Morton Anderson, I feel like, went in All right. with that big group. Anyway, Nonetheless, way. that's great. Irregardless. And both of yeah. these
2: teams are – Good but flawed. We are absolutely in the mix with all these teams. I don't think you could say definitively one of these teams in this division is head and shoulders above. Now, the best player in our division is Lamar Jackson. That I feel pretty definitive about in terms of what he is doing right now. The most and important player. Team. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: carrying his team. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll go the Cincinnati side of this. Something's off. They they had one real issue Last year, and it was their protection of Joe Burrow. They spent a lot of money in free agency on the offensive line, and they're really not any better. Um, and it's just off. Uh, they When Higgins was done in, in the game over the weekend, they were really pretty hopeless. Um, they can't get anything going down the field. It's possible maybe Mixon's cooked. I don't know. He, he doesn't. Their he's not able to cooked. run it. The line's no good, even though they invested in it. Um, and the other thing for them, you talk to people around the Bengals, especially Bengals fans, what you will hear is, you know, is it possible that the Super Bowl appearance last year was uh, a curse wrapped in a blessing? Uh, and the reason for that is is now you have Zach Taylor long-term and – he does not, on a week-in, week-out basis, put Joe Burrow and all of those weapons in the best position to succeed. All right. But great.
2: Hold on. Real quick, couple yes. of factoids for us. Oh. Okay, number one, we forget, obviously, Lou the Toe Groza. Lou the Toe, who is probably the only kicker – Offensive lineman, defensive tackle. It's a tackle little. <laughs> in, 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 so, in when I Hall say the fame. only kicker, I mean, sure. uh, Pure you're kickers. talking about yeah. your Pure job kickers. Right. Job. So, a little different world when Lou so, the Toe played. Morton Anderson yeah. did go into the Hall of Fame. He was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 2017. A little guess the stats for you guys. What is Morton Anderson's career field goal percentage? Morton Anderson's career. Field I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have a reference percentage. point for a baseline. Right, Justin I Tucker I is the best ever, and he's 91.3. I'd say 86. 72. 79.7, which is yeah. stunning. Yeah. yeah. 79.7. Yeah. Here's how different it is. In 1986, he led the NFL in field goal percentage at 86. You'll have multiple guys in the 90s yeah. every year now. That's how much farther along kicking is.
4: Yep. All right, up next, the Dallas Cowboys continue their winning ways. They go to 4-1 and one on the season, undefeated with Cooper Rush as their quarterback. They knock out the Super Bowl champ, Rams, 22-10. to 10. It's, uh, I believe, so far. I believe it the was. game was in L.A. It was in L.A., yeah.
1: Bo, one thought from you. I'll take the Dallas side of this. Their defense is legit. It is terrifying. Micah Parsons, it's amazing how – you just you take a guy and you say what do you do best and you just let him play it and you got to tip your hat to the Cowboys for doing that. They didn't try to make him a middle linebacker. They said rush the quarterback. He does it. It's so disruptive with wear on the other side. Uh, they have playmakers everywhere on that defense and and that's because of that they've weathered the storm without Dak. Segura and I think he might be back this week. Right? It's in play. They get Philly mm-hmm. this week. I don't know if anything's been confirmed. Dak's
4: desperately something. trying to come back because with every win I. If you
1: watch that game,
2: Correct. you know that they are 100% oh, yeah, more sure. dangerous and a better team with Dak Prescott. Correct. It's not even. It's not close. I, I will take the Rams side of it. They're broken. And, and, by the way, we've had this since week one. We said we were selling the Rams week one. They cannot protect the quarterback nope. at all. We've seen that two weeks in a row. They don't have a field-stretching weapon that scares anybody on offense. They mm-hmm. can't and run it. They, it's abandoned. They've abandoned it. This is the first time Sean McVay's had a losing record after week two in a season. Ever. By the way, they're not even averaging 20 points a game, guys. No, it's bad. They're not averaging 20 points a game.
4: The Eagles remain the NFL's lone undefeated team. The Cardinals miss a field goal late. Eagles 20, Cardinals 17. Zagura, one thought. Eagles should have put them away.
2: They did not. Their offense is excellent, but so is their defense. They are a complete football team, and and I think that this Eagles team and just – Much as Lamar Jackson is so important to what's going on in Baltimore, Jalen Hurts is becoming that for their offense because not only is he throwing it and you're getting Goddard involved and Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, and they've got all those guys, but he is turning into one of the great goal line backs. I mean, he scored two more rushing touchdowns in this Mm -hmm. one. He's relentless in in kind of those short-yarded situations where you just give him a crease and he picks up three yards and extends drives. He's playing at an MVP level.
1: I'll go the other side with Arizona. Uh, we mentioned the Rams are broken. It feels like Arizona's there, too. Kyler, so apparently it was a Call of Duty weekend, some type of t- two times point Call of Duty weekend. Okay. His record in these games, have you guys seen this? No. He's like 3-20 in his career on these Call of Duty weekends. That is an unbelievable. That's why, And that's why they put that in the contract. In contract. In right.
2: The clause in his contract. And, right. and then they got shamed out of it. Right. Which but means the tells kid, you they never should have given him the contract in the first place.
1: Of course not. They got pressed into it.
2: It's a mess. It's unreal. By the way, going back to Hurts real quick, he already has seven career games with multiple rushing, rushing touchdowns. The only quarterback in NFL history to have more games with multiple rushing touchdowns, Cam Newton, at ten. He's at seven already. Jeez. Like, and you would, in my mind, Cam Newton was so dominant. He was, yeah. They just would basically run quarterback power. They'd snap it to him, and he'd run it in all the time. He's only had ten multiple score games, and Jalen Hurts already has seven. And he's been Man, what a full time starter for a year, and
4: five games. That's crazy. Huh? He wasn't a starter two years ago. No, no. Uh-uh. No. Insane. The 49ers. Pedro, not Pedro. Go to three and two on the year. They dismantle the Carolina Panthers and ultimately what became Matt Rule's last game as head coach, Bo Bishop. One thought from you. Are the
1: 49ers the second best team in the NFC?
2: Who's the best?
1: Philly. Phil, oh, right. Sorry. Right, yeah. Right. I, f- I feel like that's what I think. Like, I like them. I don't know if I would think that if Lance were here, but he's not. Garoppolo's there. They can do everything they want. Jeff Wilson's They're terrifying defensively. Yeah, I to me, I would go Eagles, Niners would be my two favorites in the <laughs> NFC right now. My dad
2: would tell you they have suffered significant injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Late in that game, Emmanuel Mills, who had a pick six off of Baker early in the game, tore his ACL. He's out for the year. I think three of their defensive linemen are out. So he's concerned about their health, but when healthy, I would agree with you. I think they are the second best team. Carolina dreadful, and and you know we signed a defensive tackle today. I'm curious to see if, if there is a a fire sale there that they Bobby just start Anderson. over. So to me, Dwayne, what's uh, Dwayne Brown? That's the tackle though. That's not his name, but Derek Brown out of Auburn. Yeah, was the first round defensive tackle. Matt Ioannidis is playing very well for them. I would, would wonder if that's a team that we could maybe talk to. They're talking, our year, like you said, Anderson, apparently McCaffrey and, yep. and Philly and uh, Buffalo were interested. Yeah. Could you imagine him on the Buffalo Bills? No, 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 no. Go, to the, NFC. Philly, go, go to the NFC. That would be outrageous. I think
1: like yeah. they need to go to the bottom so that they can draft Stroud. That's what they need to do.
4: Yep, go get a quarterback. That's where they're at. Up next. By the way, in case you were wondering, they are where
2: I said we were fourth in the NFL in terms of first downs becoming more first downs, another set of downs. They are 32nd by such a wide margin, it's stunning. How many teams are there in the NFL?
4: 32.
2: They're at like 53%. And most teams are in the like
4: 60s somewhere. Yeah, right. Brutal. Not so great. No. Up next, the team we will face this Sunday at First Energy Stadium the New England Patriots shut out the Detroit Lions, 29-0. The final score there, a game not many, I think, uh, saw going the way that it did. Nathan Zagura, one thought from you. Yes, scary, dominant
2: defense. And it feels like Belichick every now and then comes up with a perfect game plan for an opponent. And, and by the way, you'd have to add the Cleveland Browns to that list one year ago yes. in New England. And, and I got the chance to watch that one. Fortunately, I was at home. Uh, that was my uh, COVID game. Um, Lucky you. Very fortunate for me. Lucky you. Very fortunate. (laughs) But sometimes they just dial it up perfectly. And listen, what their formula to win is kind of similar to ours. They're going to play good defense. They're going to run the football. And hopefully you're going to make more mistakes than they will. Ramondre Stevenson was a stud. Damian Harris, we know, will be out in that game. But the thing that has struck me the most is that he was asked, he being Bill Belichick, if Zappi, if he keeps playing well, could he take Mac Jones' job? And instead of saying, no, Mac Jones is our starter, he said, I'm not getting into hypotheticals, which I thought was, that's a door I would think you would shut. Well, he did it before with
1: Brady and Bledsoe. Remember, Brady's a six-round pick. Yeah, this kid's undrafted. Yeah, but it's not that different. And Bledsoe was established. Sure. Like, he was a Pro Bowl guy. And, he did, you know, he did he but what, that way before. Yeah. I mean, I know. guess that is true. An injury and he comes and he plays well. But it, I don't think anybody's saying. He's, nobody watched he's that game so they're winning. I'm not getting into Zappi. hypotheticals. I'm not getting yeah. into, you know. I mean, that's. I think this is the most stupefying score of the weekend. No doubt. Detroit had yes. scored thir- around 35 every week. And somehow that team shuts them out. And they were giving up 35. Sure. That's so, fine. So that the 29 I buy, yeah. fine. But the idea that Detroit doesn't score. Yeah. I mean yeah. that was that was the that's the craziest score of the weekend.
4: Up next from the NFC Norris Division, the Vikings are now in first place in the NFC North. Four and one is their record after they knock off the Chicago Bears twenty nine to twenty two. Bo Bishop, one thought. Nah, I'm good.
2: I think they're one of the five Fair. best teams in the NFC. Fair. I think the Vikings. It's are weird one of the five though; they couldn't teams. separate.
1: They like don't this, do that, but they. If it's you watch, weird. Like they, they ran way out to a big lead in this game, and then the Bears sneak all the way back, and it's it's weird. I just want them. I feel like they are. I I don't just They dis smush the
2: Packers. That's their one smush this year, Week One.
1: It feels like that they are playing right to their ceiling. I just think their ceiling isn't. At the level of some of the other teams, if that makes I sense. I think
2: they need to start figuring out how to pull away and not take their foot off the gas. I mean, Kirk has to start seventeen of seventeen. You've yep. got Justin Jefferson, you've got Thielen, you've got Dalvin Cook. Like you've got everything you need to be a legit week in week out offense. Um, but they got to just sometimes you got to keep it, keep the the gas pedal down. And I think sometimes with us that sometimes we run into that yeah. problem as yeah. well. I, and and it, I think it is hard in the NFL. By the way, Justin Jefferson, amazing. How about this, Justin Jefferson? has already tied Hall of Famers Randy Moss and Lance Allworth for the most games with 150 or more yards receiving in a player's first three seasons in the NFL. By the way, he still has 12 games. 12 you know, games. To, break, 12. to set the record himself. Good job, yep. Math Major.
4: Yeah, thank well you. Well done. Crushing it. Up next in the AFC East, the Jets continue their hot ways. They've won uh, three of their last four. The Jets knock off Miami 40-17. to 17. Still not sure... What exactly was going on with Theodore, but they claim the. I he had some issues. So, so this whatever. Was cra- it was crazy
1: yeah. what happened. I mean, it was one play. Yeah. And he passed the concussion protocol. Yeah. And was he stayed out of the game. And so now you're on your third quarterback. They had no chance. The Jets are really fun. They've drafted well. Wilson looks pretty good. They've got a lot of guys. Sauce Gardner's incredible. Brees Hall's incredible. He's yeah. all the same rookie class. Yeah, they've drafted. They've crushed it.
2: They're going to be, a, I'm telling you. They are going to be a problem. I mean, AFC you had this East, a couple months ago.
1: Yeah. That AFC East is going to be a full day with the Bills, the Dolphins. The Patriots are
4: going to be in Jets. They're going to be in the bottom. number four. Yeah. Up next, guys, Tampa Bay improves to first place in the NFC South. A little controversial. But nonetheless, Tampa Bay beats Atlanta 21-15. Zegura, one thought from you.
2: Tampa Bay is not right. Brady's nope. not right. It's – it's kind of strange watching them, even. And they let again a team hang around. They could have blown them out. I think weren't they up 21 nothing or
1: thereabouts? I mean, there three yes. scores,
2: yeah. And they let them come all the way back. A team that's not built to come back, and they came back running the ball. Honestly, ironically, yeah. which is kind of what they did. No Patterson the in the game. No
1: Pitts. No. I'm th- mostly just mad at you because you talked me out of this. I had what? Atlanta to cover the points, and then in the scores, there was so much that I talked. You talked me out of it, and I. I talked you it. out. Of nice work. work. Yeah, because you said Patterson's not there playing. Pitts isn't playing. I went, oh, well, that's the friction right. in the race. Now yes, I they like can't it. run it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Pay Bucks will cover. And I, I had, the, by the way, in my other job, I went the other way. Yeah. You would Sad. have felt good about Sad. that watching Sad. the game for a long
2: I portion of it. You would. I would. Like, oh, yeah. This yeah. is, yeah.
1: They can't yep. get a first down. Sad. Yeah.
2: Hate All right, real
4: quick, we'll go rapid fire here. Zagura, give me one thought on Texans 13, Jaguars 6.
1: This is the most disappointing loss of the weekend. I don't understand for sure what Jacksonville happens. losing at home. Lawrence is like twenty four to forty five
2: in this game. He's been terrible last two Terrible it's after being great against the Chargers. I, I don't understand it. what's happened.
4: All right, Saints thirty nine, Seahawks thirty two. Taysom Hill, eh, look who showed up. Pff. Plays tight end, plays running back, throws it all over the place.
1: The crazy oh, no. thing, still don't know about it. Like Geno Smith, flat out can sling it all over the field. All of a sudden, it's crazy. I mean, did he's you like watch some of the throws player. he's making? Yeah, he's a gun crazy. crazy. Yeah.
2: Bills, thirty-eight, squealers, three. Real quick, fantasy stuff. If Taysom Hill's on your waiver wire, just grab him because as a tight end, you have an opportunity for him to Do score all, all, all these other touchdowns. Yeah. Yep, which is crazy. And then Kenneth Walker is the number one fantasy pickup this week. Rashad Penny done for the year with a yep. fractured leg, and he was so good. Kenneth Walker, he's that's a game for Michigan State. Yep. right. Yeah,
1: he's legit. Uh, Pittsburgh, get this get used to it. This was, the most, this was the easiest one to uh, prognosticate was because Pittsburgh is going to be bad and the Bills are great and there's going to be a lot of these for the Steelers. They haven't had one of these in a while.
4: Good. Titans 21, Commander 17. Someone give me a thought. Well, Rivera throws Wentz under the bus. We'll what? play that quote later on. It, I've got that sound bite. It, okay, you'll hear it. Yeah. I Just, don't see that helps anything. No, no. it doesn't. It doesn't. No, I, I don't know what the thought process was there. Alex Smith uh, defended him today, and he actually—I thought for Carson Wentz, this was one of his better performances. I no problem with that. London Giants twenty-seven, Packers twenty-two. Giants four and one on the football season. We watched that game in the booth and were mystified the entire game. Packers aren't scary. No, you have Aaron Rodgers. And he you won't are not throw scary. it down They're the not field. Scary. They're not. But
1: also, Brian Dable can coach it. And Saquon is back. He's back, but they—I mean—they can coach it. This is an impressive win for them mm. to go over there and to get it done.
2: Very impressive. Um,
1: all right, Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer as an employee, become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: And welcome back into Cleveland Browns Daily, broadcasting live this afternoon at Buffalo Wild Wings on Pearl Road in Strongsville, and the holiday party planning time is upon us in in this location here, which is one of the greatest ones that we've been to, Fantastic party area here in the back. Keep in mind your Buffalo Wild Wings. Several locations with that private event space that are able to host your friends, your family, your coworkers. Or if you'll be hosting your party, the beatups party menu has a delicious variety that will cover everyone. Contact your favorite Buffalo Wild Wings location in Northeast Ohio today to learn more. Happy hour, of course, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. A fantastic assortment of appetizers, cocktails, and beer, 3 to 6 bucks on those. We love it every time we're out here, including this time. Alright, hey Cleveland Browns fans, skip the chore of laundry and enjoy life, not laundry. Tide Cleaners is offering 30% off dry cleaning for the month of October and be entered to win four VIP Browns tickets to an upcoming home game. Just mention promo code Browns. Visit TideCleaners.com to find the closest location to you. Some occlusions, exclusions may apply. Gibby wants us to do some quarter mark of the season awards. Gibby, why why are we why can we not have Nick Chubb?
4: Because that's an obvious one. But he's the right one. So he's like, this totally is like, the right this one. This is
1: like when I – so I coached the, the youth sports, the and, youth. They, and you have to give away an award, right? And they said, well, you can't give it to the best player.
5: How so we, we always have this? to
1: find the inspirational kid. And it's like, well, sometimes the best player deserves the award. I
4: I I, was, I, I knew that would Nick be Chubb's the unanimous. The MVP. And he is the MVP.
2: So we'll take him out of the running for the offensive player of the year, kind of like they do in the NFL.
4: I can live with it. All right, that's what we'll do.
2: Thank
1: you for being the voice of reason. Offensive player of the year, since Nick Chubb is the most valuable player. Mr. Sakura. It's a tough one for me between
2: Betwixt? Betwixt. Amari Cooper and David Njoku. Okay. Amari Cooper's had two monster games. David Njoku's had three great games in a row catching the football. He's been our leading receiver each of the last two weeks. The week before that, a career high, nine catches, eighty nine yards, and a touchdown. So I'm going to go with the Chief because not only has he done it as a catcher, but he's been instrumental in Nick Chubb getting to the MVP because of his blocking on the outside. We're running so many things to the outside, and he has been a great blocker not only in the zone schemes, in some man schemes, but also in the pin pool sealing the edge so you can get Batonio and get the guys coming around the outside on those pull plays that we've hit for some huge runs on. So I think David Njoku has absolutely lived up to the contract. He's lived up to the hype, and I think he's been sensational through the first five
1: games. Jacoby Brissett. I like that. He's sixth in the league in QBR. I know. He is a backup quarterback who has done everything that he has been asked to do. Does it suck, the interception, against the Chargers? Yeah. Yes. The one against the Falcons? For sure. But if you compare what he does, in your wildest dreams, you did not think you'd have a backup quarterback play this good. It's stunning what he does week to week. The fact that that he is putting – you in a position every week to win. You can't ask for more. Of course the interceptions are brutal. But if you think about if we had to play long stretches with some of the other guys who have played in that position in recent years or in the franchise's history the last twenty years, nobody is putting you in the position to win the way that Jacoby is. Obviously Nick Chubb's the answer. I you know, you mentioned the other two guys. I think Jacoby's been incredible. It's he's been awesome. Twenty six yep.
4: points, thirty 29, what do you want?
2: Twenty, twenty-eight. We're averaging twenty-six point six points a game. Yeah. I think that's sixth most in the NFL. And yeah. if we, I don't do even that, care about the Jets one. We I mean, should know that no, that's, that's a, not. That doesn't it's count. The, the Falcons yeah. one and the Chargers. Falcons. One are when tough. you check that down to Dearness Johnson, yeah. and you throw yeah. it to the Chief on yeah. the right. The one at the right. goal line is just oh, it's How do brutal. You not see it? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, but I mean, week in week out, he's putting
1: you in a position to win. If our defense has been
2: doing what it was supposed to be doing, it wouldn't have mattered in the Falcons game and it wouldn't have mattered in this game no. or the Jets game. It would have been close. Correct. None of it would have mattered. No.
4: Defensive player of the year at the quarter point.
2: I'm going to go outside the box. Anthony Walker, Jr. I'm going to say Anthony Walker. Anthony Walker still leads his team in tackles for loss. He's still second on the team in quarterback pressures. He was everywhere for us defensively early going, and I think his loss has been felt in a massive –
1: massive way I mean it's this whole defense has been a disappointment but I I'll, we liked him from day one of camp as soon as I saw him I said who's 23 that's right first day of camp MJ Emerson love him he's a dude he's he's boring. a dog he's not scared of anything he's not big he's physical he'll hit I mean he's that is you think about that Staley play call that's a slant to Mike Williams just one-on-one and he ate it up you feel very good about it, and him. he wanted it. He said, yes. "Give you me said,
4: eighty-one. Yeah. Give me eighty-one. I got wanted this. it. I, I got. Yeah, it.
1: I like him. Love that. Kid. I like him a lot.
2: Same. I
4: think you can also make an argument for Newsom. We haven't talked about him a lot. Yeah, he's they been not very throwing good. At him.
2: He's been very solid. He just hasn't made any plays. He's made some good tackles. The tackle on that third down against yeah. the Chargers was excellent. Forced them to kick a field goal, but he hasn't. He still is looking for his first career interception, and he doesn't even have a, a pass breakup this year
4: yet. He is playing
2: very, very well. Yep.
4: Correct." All right, going back to your point about MJ Emerson, Bo, most outstanding rookie. Yeah, it's him. It's
1: him. I mean, you, you know, if Cade York makes one of the kicks Sunday, maybe yeah. you feel different about if that because he, he got a 58-yarder in sure. week one that got us a win, and that's huge. Um, but, yeah, Emerson has been the one that that's a dude. Yeah, unfortunately it has not
2: been Alex Wright or Perrion or – Jerome Ford, you know, David really Bell, David, not, definitely not David Bell. Yeah. It comes down to Cade York or MJ and you're right, Cade's given, but Cade's taken away as yep. well twice now. And so, uh, I'll give well, it, even I'll the extra you point and in the Jets game. That's what I mean. Yep. That's two. And I think two games that two two he has played and two big misses against, against the Chargers. Big role yeah. in losing.
4: Uh, most outstanding position group. I right, am assuming this is a no-brainer, but running backs. Running backs, yeah. Offensive, yeah. Offensive, line. offensive line. I mean, it's that's the
1: core of of what this team was built on has been really good yes that's
2: the backbone of this team it is nowhere else and I'll give a special little nod because I just think
1: he's been spectacular to Corey Bohork as the punter I think he's, he's been, been awesome he's yeah, he's been phenomenal. Been, yeah. I think he's been great yeah, in, yeah. A, in a special teams unit that otherwise has leave it leave it a lot to be desired in terms of onside kick inability to recover missed field goals uh even, we're not getting this stuff in the I'll return give him game I'll give him the biggest
2: surprise. That's the biggest surprise to me is how good Corey Borges has been. I mean, his directional punting has been ridiculous. He's putting people inside the five in big moments, and we're not taking advantage of it. He had them pinned at the one. We let them go 99 yards. You go back to the Falcons game, when they hit that big play, he had pinned them down at the nine. Should have been like the three. Ryan should let that ball go all the way down. But nonetheless, still inside the ten in an important moment, and we can't take advantage of it defensively. And I think that's been so frustrating.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll go back to um, – that's a fantastic answer. Emerson, we've mentioned already in terms of biggest surprise. Uh, Jacoby Brissett to me, too. And totally. I'll circle back on this with him. I remember having the conversation with a lot of people. You and I were having it this summer. And, you know, you pay attention to the scores sometimes. But, and we said this on the show. There was a belief from the people who acquired Jacoby Brissett that regardless of Deshaun Watson, that Jacoby Brissett would put you in a better position to win football games with this roster than Baker Mayfield, and 100%. that has all been justified by his play. And it's something that I don't know if I believed it by a thousand when it was said, but it's something that you you has proven out absolutely through a month of this season. No doubt, that's a good one.
2: I mean, he has been the the, fa- the biggest surprise on this roster is the fact that we are an elite offense.
1: Yes, and that despite that, we're not a winning
2: football team. It's Which crazy. is stupid. Which you would not have had. No.
1: OBM, the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns. While well, you depend on your Browns to win, you can always depend on OBM because we can tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Donovan Peoples-Jones going to join us from the podium coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: All right, welcome back into Cleveland Browns Daily. Broadcasting live out here at Buffalo Wild Wings in... Dude, you're checking Wisconsin. out the sauces. I get checking it all out Does that make there. sense? Putting in orders. Look at you. Does that make sense? Both, please. Fantastic Yes. Job. Excellent. Excellent job. Um, Of course, as we are out here at Buffalo Wild Wings on Pearl Road in Strongsville, uh been great to be out here, one of our favorite locations to come out to. I can also tell you that the Bath Authority can give you the bathroom of your dreams. when I transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience? Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler with expert factory-trained installers. Give them a call now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made. In the United States, change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Acrylic tubs that insulate, keep the heat in, tub to shower conversions. You need one of those that can do it for you in about a day. Superior products with expert installers at the Bath Authority. And now let's head to the podium for Donovan Peoples Jones from yesterday.
6: Hey, have you had a chance to, to hook up with Deshaun yet? I know he's back in the building today.
5: I saw him earlier. He's just, um, yeah, I, I was able to you know, say what up to
4: him. How does he seem and, and how good is it to have him back?
5: Oh, uh, good. It's good. Real good.
4: Hey, Donovan, how do you process being two and three when all three games that you lost
0: um, were right there to win?
5: Uh, really just have to focus in on, you know, what we can do to, to be better. Um, you know, it's the little things that, that are occurring that, you know, that we got to capitalize and uh, even with myself um, focus on ways how, you know, I can help this team be better. Um and as a group, you know, we got to focus on how we can be better.
6: Donovan, just
5: how tough has
6: have these three losses been uh you know, losing these games in the fourth quarter the way you guys have and how, how confident are you that you're going to be able to kind of bounce back and be resilient and and not allow this to kind of snowball a little bit as far as like the disappointment goes.
5: Yeah, they have been tough. Um just because we've been so close, but You know, um, I love the guys in in the room that we have, uh, the teammates and and the coaches that we have. So I think being resilient is easy for us because we're just going to come in every week, um, every day, try to get better and, um, you know, keep doing our thing. And obviously, you know, Jacoby
6: has those three interceptions in the fourth quarter that he would love to, you know, have back just... Could you talk about what he's really meant to you guys though? Or I mean the offense is scoring like 27, 28 points a game. Um overall you guys seem to be playing really, really well, but just you haven't been able to finish. But just what's Jacoby meant to you guys?
5: Oh, he's been a really good leader, a real good leader. Um every day getting the guys going. Um, you know, he's he's a vocal leader and um you know I'm I'm proud to play with him. Yeah, Donovan, um, what are some things that you have appreciated? about uh, Deshaun Watson in the time that you got to know him when he was here throughout the off program, both from a leadership standpoint, a camaraderie standpoint, and also a football standpoint? Um, you know, it's easy to see his success, his, his uh, previous success, and it's easy to see why. Um, he, he's also a great leader as well. So, um, he, you know, he has a lot of great qualities. And do you think just his very presence can give you guys a little bit of a lift, a boost, maybe he'll help – uh, you know, get you guys fired up for the game, and do you think something like that will happen? Uh, I mean, everything we can we can get, we'll take. Definitely take.
4: Uh, yeah, Donovan Jacoby was really hard on himself yesterday. Is there? Did you say anything to him or anything like he was still kind of beating himself up after the game?
5: I think we're all hard on ourselves. Uh, we wanna we wanna make those great plays. We wanna do great things for the, for the team. Um, so you know, it's just about getting better and and moving forward.
4: Do you have something that you want to concentrate on this week in that regard?
5: I'm just getting better. improvement improving from
4: last week. uh, you know, the, the arrival of, of uh, Watson, the franchise quarterback and all, uh, might be easy to say uh, all our problems will be fixed once he gets there, but there's a long way to go until he's playing. So how do you avoid, you know, relying on him
5: to, you know, get this team in a winning direction? Uh, really just keep doing the things that we've been doing. Um, honing in on what we can do to be our best on Sundays. Um, I think as long as we focus on that, you know, keep focusing on that game by game, one day at a time, um, we'll be in a good, good position. And there, it seems like every
4: one of the three losses, there's been an opportunity to move the ball at the end, whether to get closer for a field goal or to, to get to that field goal. I'm thinking of the Jets game, even the Atlanta game and this game. Why do you think, it, you know, it's so hard for this team to get that needed yardage on the last
6: possession?
5: Uh, we just, you know, we have, to, we have to help ourselves and we can't hurt ourselves. Um, you know, it's the little things that we do, like I said earlier, um, that may show up in the beginning of the game or in the middle of the game. And, you know, they don't really, don't seem to have that much effect, but, you know, all of the plays together as a whole, um, you know, it's never really the final drive. Uh, you know, we'll be better on the final drives, but like I said, we just got to keep, keep getting better, keep doing the little things right. And uh, we'll be in a good position.
1: Buying or selling a home with Howard Hanna real estate services is always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season, they're going to have you covered because at Howard Hanna every day is game day. Visit Howard slash go Browns today. Mr. Zagura. Yeah, we were talking about it, by the way, they have announced the start times for the guardians
2: games. What do we got? Game three. 7.37 7.37 p.m. Game 4, if necessary, 7.07 p.m. Game 5 in New York, if necessary, 7.37
1: p.m. They continue to be the New York Yankees. That's right. And they're going to be in prime time, Boy. regardless of who they're playing, and we get a benefit. This is awesome.
4: Sunday is going to be a day of days. You've got to oh, pace yeah. yourself. Could be tailgating at 8 a.m. Straight through. Yep, you, you gotta Downtown. You, you gotta watch oh that gosh. little four p.m. to seven p.m. window. You can't lose yeah. the gas. You gotta maintain a certain level.
1: Boy, that is you're yeah. right. That's a full day. When's the last time we had one of those? I a don't know. Of, I don't know if my one liver o'clock. remembers that. No,
2: <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. I tried to kill
1: it. Unless you're doing a lot of milk thistle, you're gonna have a tough time getting through all that Gibby.
2: By the way, it's it's you almost wish they'd give you like a a five o'clock so that people could transition right in there's a there's gonna be a long period there's of time a, long of a big gap if somebody's trying to hit both games up that you're gonna have to really have a lot of endurance
1: a lot yeah, of stamina you are it, the, to, the other thing it. that kind of sucks about this it looks like the weather seems kind of grummy not great this weekend a lot not of rain great. sprinkled in and out let's is that I, right? i
4: think the, the the other issue is baseball playoff games it, it, like the first round might have gone two hours and ten minutes. Oh yeah, not I no, can assure no, you mm-hmm. the Yankee games will go at least four hours, oh, yeah. no matter how good the pitching matchup is. That's a lock. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is-, is an 12 o'clock at night finish every night. Yeah.
1: I think you're probably right there. Um I mean, I'll tell you what, like, I know that, I mean, you saw the attendance figures and stuff for the Guardians this year, but the scene that you saw over the weekend was yes. awesome. Oh, and, yeah. and it, it, baseball is ripe for you to jump on the bandwagon. There's something magical about the postseason. Um, because everything uh, matters.
6: Of course. Every which is, pitch matters. I, I was making, it's
1: fun. Of course. I was making this point earlier this morning. Like, I would love baseball to go back to 154 games, which there is a precedent for, and to have these playoffs go best of seven all the way through. Yes. I think that is something that would allow for it because their baseball postseason is awesome. And to play the Yankees, I mean, this is going to be something tonight. Yankees at Yankee Stadium, that's that's tough to beat. This is, kind of, in a way, like we weren't obviously trying to lose, but what was the over-under on the Guardians this season? What was it like 81? It 80? was right around 500. Right around 500? Yep. I mean, it's kind of like the movie Major League coming in real life here. That's right. Like yeah. we weren't trying to be moved to Tampa or anything like that. But in terms of nobody saw this team winning 90-plus games. You got Clue Haywood, Aaron Judge Clue. over there. It's all there, man. Oh, man. I like it. All right, coming up next, a little higher or lower, or is it? No. Better or worse. That's right. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: And broadcasting live this afternoon at Buffalo Wild Wings in Strongsville on Pearl Road. Don't forget about B-Dub's bonus days. Wing Tuesday, buy one order. Traditional wings get the second order 50% off. Boneless Thursdays, buy one order. of Boneless wings get the second order for free. Um, if a car, truck, or motorcycle accident caused you injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk & Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland, Browns, and now time for a little better or worse oh. as it was last week, Gibbe. Yeah, gibbe. Eh, That was last week. I mean, we even had Sounders. It was quite official. That's that was, fine.
4: Yes. You can think, think that. It's that's the wave that's of tight. the future. Oh, look, I gave you your five seconds. Great. Awesome. We move forward and we're back to uh, higher or lower, presented by our great friends at the Ohio Lottery, joined on the tele, on the Twisted Tea Hotline by Browns, Staff writer, Anthony Poizal. AP, good afternoon to you. Maybe. Mm. Maybe oh, not. Sad, sad. You guys got me? Hey. You guys got me? Hey! Oh, you, you love it. You guys there got you me. Go. You got me. We do now.
2: That's
6: right. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> cut up briefly, I'm back now. Let's go.
4: AP, you, are, are you on the golf course? What are you doing today? Rough day?
6: No, I'm, I'm in the studio. I'm not on the course. I wish I was, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the studio right now.
4: He's just grinding. <laughs> Well, he literally has to write everything. Uh, number one, you should be on the golf course not because everything. it's 75 degrees and sunny. You're right. Oh, man. Every... I need not...
6: a... Almost.
4: I turned in a I Sunday need a round, morning Jim. drop for Poizal this week. Good job yeah, of you. We'll
6: yeah. see on Saturday. We'll see.
4: No, Saturday is not going to be a good day for golf. Today is a good day And tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be great. Yeah, before it storms. I think it's supposed I to mean, storm
6: I don't mind. tomorrow night. Oh, is it supposed to rain? I mean, I don't mind if it's a little chilly. I can, I can bundle up for that, but I don't know. I mean, is it supposed to be rainy or what?
4: Uh, Saturday? Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure exactly. It's too far out. Right. I feel like it's too far out. It's well, supposed to rain Saturday, I, but uh, things can change. Understand. All right. All
6: right. I understand. Regardless, there's
4: so much else on the course now. I got you. that a boy. Yeah. Go do your work on the course. Tell Gribble that you'll <laughs> uh, get everything else done tomorrow. All right. Higher or lower presented by our great friends at the Ohio Lottery. This week, Pete Prisco's power Poll oh. on CBS Sports. Dot First and foremost, what, what what are y'all looking at? Stats. Game of Thrones,
1: four seasons, yeah, that's what ten was episodes, to be. and by as the way, it was supposed to be watched
2: last night. Yeah, and we can talk about it if we have some time here or we're off here. I love, I love this one. It was great, but the, was great. there was, there is
1: one specific casting that was a little hmm. He's a lot older than everybody else, even though he's supposed to be younger. The dude with the eye, yeah but his look, eye patch McGillicud. Hold on a
2: second though. But his look.
1: <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm pro. He looks um, like the other guy, but I'm just saying he looks like, like he went from young kid to older than all of them, older than and all and tougher people. than all of them yeah. in this 6 years. It's no, like yeah. he everybody else is 17, he's, he's 34.
2: Been, it's like we it's And like, he was younger than him. It feels like he was like one of those guys. Remember did the didn't the the former Indians have a pitcher who was like actually like 8 years older than me that said on his birth yes.
4: was it fausto fausto, fausto- carlona yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Like, yeah i feel like yeah. he's like fausto yeah. yeah i think it was so. fausto right. god that was great he it's
2: just the shot right up there He really does all it was right was fun though that gets formidable though yeah, he is
4: b, b- briscoe's power pole has your cleveland browns down three spots this week number 20 poiseau higher lower or just right on this tuesday
6: yeah, I think, I think this is just right, and I mean, there are some teams in front of the Browns that I think they can beat, and those are the Patriots and the Colts on this list, but there are some teams right behind them as well that I think they could lose to with the way the defense is played, and that's just the Cardinals and Raiders. I mean, to me, for them to break into the top 20, they, they just have to find a way to get it going on defense, guys, because, I mean, it just hasn't been great the last few weeks, obviously, and um, they're going to struggle, I think, against a lot of teams until that gets better.
4: Zagura, higher, lower, or just right?
6: We got to win.
2: You want to be a team of yeah. consequence, you've got to win yes. games. We have lost more times than we have won, and so 20 in the bottom half of the league feels appropriate. This team is so much better than that. It's obvious to anybody that watches them, but they are also better at finding ways to not get the job done and when it matters after 60 full minutes of football. So they are a maddening team right now. But, yes, that is where it, it is an appropriate Number twenty, you want to move up? You go beat the team right here that's number seventeen on this list uh, this week at home and take care of the Patriots. I mean, the fact of the matter is, guys, we're gonna have played through six games. Yeah, we're gonna have played Marcus Mariota, Justin Herbert, I know, Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. Bailey Zapp or Zappy. I don't know how you say that. Bailey Yeah, Zappy. <laughs> yes. And who else am I? I'm leaving out somebody else. Oh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I mean. And our best case scenario now is to be three and three with an offense
1: that's cooking with gas. That's right. It's crazy. Here's the deal: I'm glasses half full, and so same. They, right now, we would beat the Rams. I agree because with that. we can run it, and they I, they can't do anything. And we can rush the passer. And we can rush the passer. So they with. Our current construction, we would be – and they don't run it real dreadful. well. They're bad. He has them 15th. That's too high on them. Um, I think we're right – other than that, I think we're about where we're supposed to be. And I understand certainly Poisel's argument. I mean, the Raiders at wanted four, although they don't feel all the way there. You know, we deserve to be around where we are. I mean, the reality is the Falcons beat us, and they're below us on this. Right. And they they Almost. had a chance to beat yeah. the Bucks this weekend. So the Falcons should be up higher. Pete's list makes no stinking sense. Did you see what he said about the Rams, does. by the way? Okay, it's official. The Super Bowl hangover is real. The question now is whether they shake it off or will they spend the season feeling down and gloomy. Pete, this is we about love emotions. you, but if you watched them, this isn't about give a damn level.
4: They can't block. They can't block. Yeah. Madison hit it. <laughs> Higher or lower? Oh, All right. Number sad. one is Philly. Number two is Buffalo. Number three, Kansas City. Zagura. Number four is Tampa Bay. What? Higher, lower, or just right? Pete, definitely lower. He's your boy. He is. Remember,
1: we put him on trial.
2: Yeah, but he's and he won't come back. Uh, he, after we put him on trial, he not come back. No, we put him on no, trial, and convicted
1: enough. him in a second. Gibbs on vacation. That was him arguing really? for Ezekiel sure, Elliott over Nick Chubb. That was him arguing. Yes, the two probably the biggest build-up trials that we had that we thought both would be in a t- you know a time to kill. Like yeah. that's what we were hoping for yeah. is that type of standoff. Was the trial of Pedro and the trial of Pete Prisco, and both were over in 30 seconds. Throw the book at him; they were toast. <laughs> it's
2: just too easy. Uh, no, they are not the fourth best team in the NFL. At all. I think they are not really that good of a football team right now. And, in fact, he's got four straight NFC teams after them. The Vikings, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Giants, then the Packers. Yeah, the Bucks are not great. What's interesting is I think from number four through number, say, 20, I'll lump us in because I'd still believe in us, I think on a neutral field anybody could win any of those games. Like, I don't think there's a clear cut no hierarchy in there except and I throw the Rams out They're they're probably the worst team
1: in that whole bunch I mean they are the worst of that lot um this is definitely they are worse than this uh in your words Gibby they, they should be much lower they're three and two um t- how are they ahead of the Vikings the Cowboys the 49ers that makes no sense they're not better than the Ravens they're not better than the Packers uh they might be better than the Dolphins based on their current quarterback they're not situation they're better than the Titans they're not better than the Chargers sure. they've got They've got real issues. They're not better than the Dolphins with Tua. They're not, no. Correct. Only given their quarterback issues. Next.
4: Higher or lower. (laughs) All right, Poizel, I'll let you leave this one off. The Vikings are up next at number five. Higher, lower, or just right.
6: Yeah, I think I'd probably put them lower or, or worse. I guess is what we've been saying the last couple of weeks, guys. Right? But um, poison. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, right,
4: that's right. Poizel. Poizel, Poizel, Don't man. let this be your last week on this show.
6: <laughs> poison.
2: Don't. No, I, don't be intimidated.
6: No, I, I'm not. No, I'd put I'd put them maybe just a spot or two lower than this, but not by much. And and it kind of goes back to what I was saying last week. I just I wonder if they'll still be able to put away teams when just when J- Justin Jefferson is having. A down game. Now, obviously, he's had two great games these last two weeks, so it's like, is that ever going to happen? But I don't think he has offense, down games, AP. Yeah, I, I, but like, I mean, eventually he's going to get, he's going to come across a game where it's just not working for him, I think, but Detroit, we'll see. Right? We'll see. Um, but also, just the fact, guys, that, I mean, the defense allowed the Bears' anemic offense to come back in the game is, I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, something that I don't know makes them a top five team, um, but they're getting close, in my opinion.
4: Bishop, higher, or lower, just right. I would probably
1: go – I mean, it's right around sweet spot for them. I was thinking about my top their five top would probably be sure. – Yeah, for sure. My top five would probably be, in some order, Philly, Buffalo, Kansas. I'd probably go Buffalo, Kansas City, Philly. Niners, fourth is probably what I would do. And then fifth is up for debate. Um, I would probably – I mean, I've, I tend to want to put the Ravens much higher. Like, he has them 11. Um, their two losses are kind of crazy. Come from behind, last-second things. Um, you know, if you're ranking three and two teams, I would have them higher. I just with the Vikings are playing very good. They have tons of weapons. I just think that the ceiling is kind of what they are right now. So you, you know, they're and they're fully just, okay. Let's they're talk they're, about they're playing at their a max. A game of
2: great consequence. Yeah, it still is Kirk Cousins, and he is an unbelievable regular season. Quarterback, I can't but shake in a that Game part. of great com- consequence. You know, Kirk Cousins against Brady or Rodgers, like.
4: You feel like they're going to
0: find a way
2: to
4: prevail. Yeah, I agree. Next, higher or lower? Dallas is at number six. Bo, I'm going to have you lead off here. The 49ers, number seven. The New York football giants are number eight. Higher, lower, or just right? I think this is actually just right for
1: them. I don't want to go crazy. Um, I think that they should be the lowest ranked 4 and one team which if I look at this quickly, it appears Believe that that's where he has correct. them. Um, I think the Ravens are better than them. I think the Packers are probably better than them, even though they just lost to them. I know that seems crazy. Um, I think the Chargers probably are better. I think this is, there's a little bit of paper tiger here, yes. but you also want to tip your hat and say, my God, four and one, hell of a job out of Brian Dable. Impressive, great start, but no, they are worse than that.
2: Uh, yeah. and, and, in fact, I think the Ravens, who are – five spots below them or whatever in this list will three will
4: prove that they play this week they play this week poise higher lower just right for the new york football giants
6: yeah no i agree definitely with i mean everything you guys just said um i'd be okay with them even at number five um but just the fact that they keep finding ways to win with cooper rush which is a quarterback that not a whole lot of people knew about before he started games makes me feel like they'll still be able to win with Dak. i mean their defense has been playing well um, they've got a really big matchup this week against the Eagles that I think will kind of show where they rank in sort of that list of teams you guys are just firing off.
4: Next. Higher or lower? All right, I'm going to skip down here. I'm bouncing around to the New York Football Jets at number 14. Zagura, higher, lower, or just right for the New York Football Jets? It feels
2: just right because they've got so much talent, but it's still a very young talent, and I'm still not totally sure on Zach Wilson. <laughs> You know, I like him, but yes, Bo? Who
1: did they play last week? The Dolphins without a quarterback. And
2: before that,
4: they played the Steelers. You only right. play who's on your schedule.
1: I understand that. But it, on a week-to-week power ranking, and you're supposed to be reacting to what is happening week-to-week. Yeah, they've got It's ahead. not like he's doing a month-long power ranking. He's doing a week-to-week power sure. ranking. How can a team who beat a team 40-17 to be behind the team it beat? Forty to seventeen, and that's what we have. It doesn't
2: feel right.
4: He because moved him up from twenty-six to fourteen. Well, we was just called crazy. him out on
1: that too, yeah, yeah.
2: which was crazy last time yeah. around. The they're Jets makers. are a good, fun team with a lot of premier talent. That's the truth. Yes, they have premier talent at wide receiver, at running back. They've got premier talent on the defense now with Sauce Gardner. They've got some good players up front that can get after the quarterback. They are a, they're good. They're good.
4: out. Jets. Yeah, you're I mean, lower yeah. just right.
6: Yeah, again, I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. This is a team that is trending very much in the right direction as far as the young guys they have on this team. And it just feels like after what we've seen for them, these five games that they're going to be able to hang and bang with, I mean, they may not win every game, but they'll be able to at least hang with just about any team that they will go up again. So, I mean, a 40-17 win over the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins didn't have, um, you know, they were down to their third string quarterback, but that's, a, that's kind of a statement win for them to be able to put up 40 points against the Dolphins. So, um, I mean, I think, this is, I think this is just right for them, and I'm, I'm curious to see if, whether they can keep on moving up or if they maybe take some hard losses here over the next few weeks. We'll see.
4: Final one. Better or worse. Yes. Sad, Madison. <laughs> there, there it is. is. Oh, Let's yeah. go. Very all sad, right. Madison. Oh, Thought right. we were friends. Not yes. so oh, much. She knows. What a victory. She uh, knows. <laughs> Poizel, we'll start with you here, and we go all the way to the bottom. Uh, he's got the Steelers 29, the Lions 30, which is still amazing to me. 31 Carolina, the worst team in the NFL, the Washington Commanders. No. Uh, Should they be higher or are they just right, Poizel? We're, we're, We're talking specifically about the Commanders here. Yes, talking about the commanders, I was just giving you the other three teams directly in front of you. Yeah, I got that.
6: No, I I think the commanders are definitely 32, and I think the the note that Pete made about it is perfect. Is that just when the coach is calling out the quarterback, it's never a good thing? Um, And, I mean, they just don't have a whole lot of things going the right direction. I think you could say the Panthers are also in last place. You can make that argument too, but. Um,
1: no, it is. But I yeah. mean, both
6: of those teams are just in terrible condition right now, in my opinion.
1: The Panthers are the. There's that gif of like the wheels coming off the car. Yeah. That's the yes. Panthers. What is off? What did Ron Rivera say? He just said, they asked him, what's the difference between you and the rest of the teams in the, in the NFC East? And he said, quarterback.
4: Yeah. Madison, we can play the cut when we come back from break if you can have that up. There must be something about drive. Him that rubs everybody People the wrong like way. People don't like it, because man. I don't know what it, it is.
1: I think the worst teams in football right now are the Panthers and the Steelers.
5: That's Reelers. I, yeah, I think that's Agreed. as
1: bad as it gets. All right, good job out of you, give A on that. Good job at AP as well. There's nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea. You know why? Because it is. It's made from real brewed tea. Cool, refreshing, five percent kick of alcohol. It's third down goal. Twisted tea, hard iced tea. Keep it twisted. So much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: And football season has begun, and with Buffalo Wild Wings, it's the best plus place to catch all the action. Over 20 locations in Northeast Ohio, you can have your favorite wings while watching your favorite teams and drinking your favorite beer no matter where you are. Find your closest b location at www.buffalowildwings.com, including this fantastic location on Pearl Road in Strongsville, where we've been today. Browns fan, catch the Kevin Stefanski Show with Z and Gerard. That's Thursday night, 7-8 and Road Tavern. Meet Browns quarterback Josh Dobbs. Check out Thursday night football as the guys get you ready for Sunday's game against the Patriots. We mentioned, uh, the Ron Rivera comments. Here are those comments from
4: earlier. They're farther ahead. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. I mean, with quarterback, like the Cowboys, for instance, they're, they don't have Dak Prescott this season and still have been able to well, they win. Started with, well, they, well, they started with, they started with them, with Dak, but
0: they build around Dak and the offense is mm-hmm. built around Dak. Um, their backup's a, a guy that is very solid inside of it, inside of what they do. Um, and the truth is that this is a quarterback-driven league. And if you look at the teams that have been able to sustain success, they've been able to build it around a specific quarterback. Uh,
1: I mean, can you boy. imagine like last year Stefanski going to a podium and saying, and saying that he never would?
4: Of and, course not. I mean, it's it, just a stunning way to how, go about it. Not only that, but it doesn't help like, anything. He no. went out and got him.
2: Right, they traded for him. They traded yeah. for he was him, part like, of right. Yeah, I guarantee he was part of that evaluation process that brought for him sure. That didn't happen without yeah. the head coach saying, "Yeah, I correct." Like that guy. They give a it's, second rounder. Yeah, and they're there's already no win for it.
1: Him. Yeah, I mean, Ursa couldn't wait to get him out of town. It's wild. Oh my goodness, and has trashed him. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Good luck to the guards tonight against the Yankees. Game yeah, one of the ALDS. Oh, yes might as well listen watch to it The here. game on 8:50 ESPN. Cleveland first pitch at 7:37. Of course, listen to it or watch it at any of your. Buffalo Wild Wings location. It's been great to be here today.
2: It's been glorious. By the way, Wentz last week, 25-38, 359 yards, two touchdowns,
1: one pick, and average 9.4 yards per attempt. Yeah, this one, this one wasn't on him, Ron. <laughs> what? Yeah. Next level's coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN
0: Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN, 850 WKNR.